You're listening to Dedication. Fans remember the Bay City Rollers on TD1 Radio. It's time for our guest DJ segment. Tonight we have with us Colleen McGrain. We're going to welcome her to the show and find out all about her favorite Bay City Roller songs and some special memories that she has. Welcome to the show, Colleen. Hello, Laura. Hello, Sue. How are you doing? Hi, Colleen. Thank you for sitting with us tonight. Uh, no problem. Yeah, we're really looking forward to this. Uh, so <laughs> you're going to do great. You're going to do great. So, Colleen, where are you from? Tell our listeners where you're from. Um, I grew up in West Los Angeles. Right now I live about 50 miles north of L.A. So nice. I haven't gone very far. <laughs> All right. So uh, before we dive into your songs, we want to find out, when did you become a, a Bay City Roller fan? It was like the first week of June in 1976. Okay. And what prompted it? Um, I had a group of girlfriends. We were all in eighth grade and we were cheerleaders and all the other girls liked the other guys and nobody liked less for some reason. I mean, don't ask me why. <laughs> so they, they, I know they needed a girl that would take less away because everybody else had their own little boy. So oh, um, what happened to me is like, okay, he's cute. He's got a great voice. And then the dedication album came out and I just fell in love with the album. Oh, poor Colleen had to take less. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I hard know, done by woman. <laughs> poor girl, poor girl. So that was that was the time that dedication came out. So that was that your first album, like if you will, the first time you noticed them. Yes, I did not okay. listen to the other albums. My friends did. They went to um, autograph parties at the warehouse records and stuff back in February. I think it was of '76, and I did not go with them. Okay. All right. So, um, so you were you said you were in eighth grade. How old were you when you were when you first? um notice them about 14 and a half oh okay oh wow so once you found out about them did it make you go back and listen to their earlier music mm, you know I really didn't have much time it was like a week later that they came into Los Angeles and I was able to go and chase them down basically you know be a stalker Really? So I, <laughs> so I you know, that the radio station would announce, oh, Bay City Rollers are coming in on TWA flight 761 from Heathrow. And we'd all just go to the airport and we'd just chase them afterwards to wherever they were staying. And, and this time it was um, the, the Century Plaza Hotel in Century City. Mm -hmm. And that's where the whole thing started. <laughs> wow. So, so back then, were you able to get like out on the tarmac like we see on television? Or were you, and I, I know you could get through, there wasn't security back then, you could go up to the gates. How close mm -hmm. could you get when they were getting off the plane? Could you see them? Um, and, oh, yeah. They just come right off the gate, but they had their, you know, their uh, bodyguards with them. So uh, we were able to get right in their faces, basically, with our oh cameras and our flashes and asking for autographs and giving them little souvenirs or whatever we wanted to do. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun. Wow. That's pretty amazing. What did, I would have loved to have done something like that. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. Definitely. <laughs> All right. We're going to jump right into your song choice. The, the first song we have on your list is Dedication. Talk to us about this song. Um, well, this song, its special memory is the Dinah Shore show. And mm. this was my first TV taping ever and first chance to see the guys really. Perform. Oh, my gosh. So we went in there and I was sitting down. My friend was sitting next to me and they came up and they took my friend Joan away. And the next thing I know, I have Andy Griffith sitting next to me. <laughs> and, I'm like, what? and they're like, OK. And then they you know they they started up and they're like oh we'd like to introduce a special guest we have uh, Andy Griffith and he stood up and he walked down that was about it um and then we had our chip buddies and you know a mm -hmm. couple of my girlfriends they got to ask them questions and there was Laura Aldana who's like oh well so everybody thinks I look like Ian which we did yeah oh yeah <laughs> and then there was so Sheila Ray who had to ask you know Woody what kind of uh, cologne he wore and it was I think Paco Rabanne Paco Rabanne oh yeah <laughs> uh, and that was that for that one that was 
the first memory. When 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 they broke for commercial, would they come out into the audience or were they kind of just protected no, from that? The girls yeah. were just screaming. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah, the girls were just screaming for the guys' names, you know. Oh uh, my gosh. Imagine. <laughs> Twelve to seventeen year olds, you know? Yeah. That's probably one of the most, well, a lot of them are iconic, but that's the one that we, we remember. I think the most, that was the one that was most fun. And you really, that was, it was an extended segment, wasn't it, with them? Yeah, I mean, it was. Were, yeah, 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 that was awesome. Oh, that's so <laughs> special that you got to um, to be there in person and share that. And you knew all the gals that asked those questions. That's pretty, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, that's, uh, I did, um, I, well, I did think that Mackenzie Phillips was getting a little too chummy with them. And oh, I yeah. Told, I told, yeah I told, <laughs> the girls were jealous. Yeah. Yeah. I told they the story later. She had, she had come into Philadelphia to do a taping of Mike Douglas, and I, I kind of was giving her the eye, the old Philly eye. I, I thought she was a little, I thought she was getting a little too chummy. <laughs> uh, we were jealous. Sir. We were oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, All right. On. Let's take a listen to dedication.
So that was your first album. So I guess it's appropriate that you picked a song from that album. And you also picked um, Are You Cuckoo? Why don't you tell us a little bit about this one? Okay. I, I got to make this short, though. Okay. Are You Cuckoo is just the, because I'm thinking that's what Eric thought I was the first time that we met. Um, oh, do tell. Yeah. <laughs> what was at the Century don't, Plaza don't Hotel? Make don't, make, don't make this short. <laughs> Well, I, you probably remember there was a photo shoot where all the guys were laying out on like um, pool lounges in their bikinis and their speedos. Yeah, was wearing like this brown, like paisley pattern speedo. Well, mm -hmm. we were we were there, and um, Eric wasn't there yet. The rest of the guys were there by the pool, and so me and my friend we were hiding in the bushes, looking through the fencing at the guys <laughs> by the pool. And the next thing I hear this. <clears throat> And I look up and I turn around and I'm staring right at Eric's crotch. <laughs> and I look up and I see him like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And he's, he just laughed and went in with the other guys. And then they had their photo session. <laughs> That's so why I think he really to... thinks I was cuckoo because I was kneeling down in the bushes, you know, <laughs> looking at these people. <laughs> You know, one one man's cuckoo is another gal's. Hey, I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> so That's a great story. So actually, there was actually like a proper photo shoot happening that you were spying yeah. on, if you will, for lack of better words. How yeah. did you get through like the hotel? Oh, I guess oh, they no don't have to. Yeah, you have to walk. You have to walk right through like you're like you're a paying guest. Yep, even though well, we had our roller gear on. <laughs> yeah. I remember nothing, nothing he was scared to death of us fans. He 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 saw us girls. There was only about five of us, and um, he saw us girls, and he walked as far away as he could from us. And then Les came out and beforehand, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, I gave him a T-shirt, and another girl gave him another T-shirt, and we got some autographs, and that was it." <laughs> nothing to be afraid of. You were very sensible, kind, bear gift bearing fans. Yeah, Les loved the attention. I love it. Well, let's listen to Are You Cuckoo?
story of hiding in the bushes and coming face to uh crotch with eric I, i've got to, <laughs> i can't wait for the story behind uh don't worry baby why did you choose this song okay um, like i mentioned in the, the broadcast the other day this was the the show where merv griffin came out and spoke to all of us 13 and 14 year olds because you had to be 15 to get into the show and he came out and he asked us if we you know if we promised to be good and not attack them that he let us in to see them perform one song and he yes. did and he let us in and i think we were very well behaved <laughs> and yeah. it was a special memory for you know this this 14 little girl. that was also the day that we saw Eric with a pack of cigarettes oh, <laughs> and there were girls that went hysterical because oh my god Eric smokes no no <laughs> that, that was another tv iconic moment I mean I remember that just like it was yesterday sitting there watching that and then all of a sudden you know Merv says he's going to bring these girls in. You you were outside, I'm, I'm assuming, outside waiting. Yes, we were. Yes, we were. You bring the girls in and you all come shuffling in and sitting down just as if, you know, the nuns told you to, <laughs> to come <laughs> to meeting. You really did behave yourself, but it was such a beautiful moment. Um, and to look right. back on it, it's a very sweet moment. Um, yeah. I think Mike Bubbs and Merv Griffin and, and Donna, I think they love the boys and they were charmed by them. And Definitely. It was just yeah. such a wonderful yeah of him to, to bring you girls in. I'm so glad you had that experience, Colleen. That, that's such a wonderful story. Merv Griffin was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Nice guy. All right, let's take a listen to Don't Worry Baby. Cheers. 
Colleen, next up on your list, you chose Eagles Fly off Rock and Roll Love Letter. Tell us why you picked this song. Okay, this is another roller story. Um, we were at, this was 1977 when they were filming, uh, was it the Midnight Special? They did the whole hour show for them. Um, we were at the Sheraton Universal because that's where the guys were staying. And we we were hanging around and Eric was just ignoring everyone. He would not talk to anyone. He just ignore us. So we noticed that Evil Knievel was in the cafe next to him. Wow. And, and so we all got together and said, you know what? And then we had to walk right by Eric. He's like, you know what? We need to all go in there and just fawn all over the place, all over evil. And so there was about 20 of us and we went in there and we just walked right by Eric and we went up to evil Knievel and we got our autographs and our pictures and everything. And then we walked out ignoring Eric. Well, you showed Eric, let me tell you. Sure did. And I, I think <laughs> I think it was Tiger Beat or 16. They actually wrote an article on it, and I have it somewhere. I scanned it, but you can't read it. But it says, Eric, who says he's a snob? And it's the story of that day. I have my, I still have my autograph and my picture of his car and his motorcycle. And oh, my gosh. <laughs> Eric Faulkner's worst night, Evil Knievel's best night. <laughs> Just tell, me, tell me a little bit something about, Colleen, how... I mean, I know California is a different animal. How did you find out, like, wh where they're going to be? I mean, there was no Twitter back then. You know, how, what was your social media like? How did you get the word out? Uh, well, phone calls, of course. But um, a couple of us, like, I had a friend who had a friend who worked at Teen Magazine. Okay. So she would be able to find out where they were going to be and, and where they were staying and whatever, either that, or if you had a friend with a car, we'd follow them from the airport or from the, the TV oh, studios wow. or whatever. We just chase them. Oh, we, we could have gotten arrested so many times mm. for all those red lights we drove through. And oh, <laughs> it was when I think about it now, it was scary. <laughs> so you had your own, you had your own network basically. Yeah, yeah, we had a okay. network, basically. Okay, very interesting. Yeah, I, th I think we kind of had something like that here on the East Coast, too. But once it got to California, it was it was a different level. Absolutely <laughs> different level. Yeah. That is just an awesome story about Evil Knievel. I'm just floored by that. <laughs> well, I mean, he flew, so let's listen to Eagles Fly. Yeah. 
All right, Colleen, your next song is from It's a Game album. It's You Made Me Believe in Magic. What made you choose this song? No, I just love this song, and I was trying to think of something to remember it by. And this would be American Bandstand. And who did not love less in those gray corduroy pants and the cowboy mm -hmm. pants? Who mm -hmm. did not say, oh, my God, he's so cute. Now, did you get to did you get to go to the taping of American Bandstand? Yes, yes, we did. Oh yeah, they wow! Did quite a few of them. Um, there's a friend. She, I think, she listens Kenya Winchell, and yes. she was there. She was only 12 years old though at the first taping, and um, that's when I met her and we got to be friends. But um, yeah, we got her in there because me and her met up with one of the producers Barry Glazer and he he snuck her in somehow I forget how but he he got her in because they weren't going to allow her in you had to be 14 and she was only 12 at the time so Colin, did, did were these tapings free to go to you just kind of stood online and hope you got picked to get in or did you have to send away for tickets how how did that work I know how so in New York yeah midnight special you had to mail away for tickets Okay. Or you could go to the station and pick up tickets. So we'd just find out when they were going to play and we'd send in, oh, well, can you send us tickets for the Bay City Rollers? And they'd do that. And, and they were um, free tickets. Yeah, they were always yeah. free. We didn't yeah. have to pay for anything. So yeah. they're IDing you at the door to make sure you're 15? They were, yeah. Wow. Unless wow. you really looked older. I wonder why there's an age limit on, on, on attending like a, a G rated. I could see if it was. I know. And interesting. Maybe that's something to do with their image being projected across the TV oh, screen. Yeah, Who that's knows? possible. Yeah. That's anyway. Yeah. Very, very fascinated by all this, to be honest. I really am. I know. it's. I, I've not heard stories like this before, so. Yeah, no, the, the California girls definitely had a different, you know, experience, you know. Um, Absolutely. With all that. And it's amazing. I, I love hearing the story. experience is much more than mine. <laughs> Well, yeah, we have heard stories about that, too. And we'd love to hear those stories. <laughs> okay, ladies, if you want to come on and tell all, we're here for it. That's right. <laughs> we are here for it. Um, anyway, I'm sorry, Laura, I jumped in on your song here. Nope, that, that's okay. We're going to take a listen to You Made Me Believe in Magic.
Okay, next up, Colleen, you picked something off the Strangers album and you picked Shara Shara for Hollywood. Well, I think I can guess. I mean, you are a Hollywood girl, but tell us why you picked this one. Well, the title, but um, there's that one line that says, you know, it makes her young again, even though she's very old. And I find that kind of poignant with us girls. Mm, true. You know, mm. When we're talking about them, when we're listening to them, you know, it brings us back to our teenage years and how much fun we had and our friends we had and just everything else. And that song just reminds me of that. Well, let's take a listen to Shara Shara for Hollywood. chose is let's go what made you pick this song okay this is the jake story <laughs> okay we love you and kissing in the even though we didn't do the hugging part but um yeah it was august 2nd 1978 uh, the very last crop superstar taping they were doing the songs and they had time beforehand so they brought out jake to talk to the fans and answer questions um blah 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 and i'm up on the top the of the the bleachers and all of a sudden i don't know how many girls but a lot of girls just screamed out jake give colleen a kiss oh. and <laughs> I, I, I must have turned pure white um scared to death and then i'm sitting up there and jake's like well you know i'm not going anywhere 
So my friends put, go on, Colleen. They pushed me down the stairs, didn't have any shoes on, wearing a dress. Um, and I get down there. And <laughs> it's weird. I can remember these words, but uh, Jake's there. Okay. Well, in anticipation of the situation taking place, I have a chair here. And so he pointed to the chair and he's like, Colleen's going to climb on the chair. And so I got up on the chair and he turned to me and we kissed and the crowd, the crowd just went crazy. <laughs> I was just like, what, what just happened? Now, did you have a, did, did you have a crush on Jake or did you? Oh, yeah, he knew it. He knew it. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So that's why the girl shouted that out. Yeah, everybody knew that I liked Jake. And so, yeah. And somebody said that it was one of their roadies, Tommy Tucker, that had gotten it started and told the girls to do it. Oh, well, who, wouldn't have a sweetheart who wouldn't have a crush on Jake? <laughs> yeah, Cody did too. Uh, oh, she did? Oh, that's so yeah, sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my, my Jake. And then, like, fast forward years later, and now we have the internet and everything. Have you been able to reconnect with him? Oh, yeah. We, we've kept in touch over the years. Last time I saw him was 2015. I was in Dublin the same time he was. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he was uh, accountant for The Who, and I was there visiting my family. And so we met up for coffee. And then oh, while I, we were drinking, having coffee, he's like, oh, well, how'd you like to go see the show tonight? Like, what? What? So, yeah, I went back to my sister-in-law's house and told my husband, and you know, we went to the Who that night on the Lewis. Wow! <laughs> yeah, we ran into some of the guys. There's a band called Codaline. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, mm -mm. but they were there also. We had seen them over here. They're an Irish band. Okay. But um, yeah, we ran into them backstage, and of course, Jake, Jake was backstage and everything. But yeah, that, and uh, we've kept in touch ever since. Um, that's amazing. That That's really nice to hear. It is nice to hear. He's a great guy. He is. All right, let's take a listen to Let's Go.
Now, before your, you know, burning romance with Jake Duncan, you were a Les girl and you did pick something from Les's solo catalog from the Face of Love album. You picked Bouncing Hearts. Tell us what you love about this one. Oh, it's just a fun song. And it, it reminds me, in 1980, Les and Scobie were in Los Angeles or Hollywood for the whole summer, I think for like four months. But um that's when I first heard it. I hadn't heard any of his solo stuff. So we were listening to his stuff very, you know, a lot while we were there. And I just love this song. It's just so much fun. And it just reminds me of that summer. Colleen, when he was there, there during that time, was he performing or just kind of living there and, and hanging out? It seems like he was just hanging out. Yeah. Because they never, I mean, go out to dinner, go to the movies, didn't really do much else. Just hung out at a place called the, the Magic Hotel next to the Magic Castle in Hollywood. So he and, wasn't doing like solo shows or anything like that? No, not that I know of. We didn't go to any anything like that. No recording yeah. studios, no nothing, just hanging out. Maybe they were trying to network. Mm -hmm. Did Scooby yep. write songs with Les? Yeah, uh, I, as far as I know. Okay. A lot of Les's songs. Ah, all right. They were best buddies. <laughs> well, let's take, take a listen to Bouncing Heart from The Face of Love. What? 
right, Colleen, for your next song, you picked something from Karoo Cuts. You picked L.A. Girl. Talk to us about it. Uh, it's just one of my favorite Karoo songs. It, it's fun, and of course, it's L.A. Girl. It's not about me. I know who it's about. Supposedly, it's Gail, but it's not me. And it was just, uh, Karoo was a fun time, you know, lots of dancing, lots of clubs, lots of, you know, just hanging out. And it wasn't really, you know, Duncan was a roller or anything. Duncan was a friend by then. And mm -hmm. we just together and um, actually when he was starting the band, he came up to me and asked me if I had any drummers that I knew of that were looking for a band. And one of my good friends, Richie, was uh, had just lost the band because he was out of town for a while and came back to L.A. And he met up with Duncan and Duncan and him were two peas in a pod. I mean, same personality, same everything. And oh, wow. Great drummer. I don't think Woody liked them too much from what I've heard, but um, him and Duncan were were great friends, and I, I guess they still are. They still talk. Well, when you say that the song was written about Gail, are you talking about our Gail, our producer? No, Gail um, Adams. Oh, okay. She's in I'm North Carolina. I don't think she's oh. in this group. She doesn't really do Bay City Roller stuff anymore. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I could I couldn't make the connection between Gail <laughs> and L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Was Gail in LA? I didn't think so. <laughs> All right, let's take a listen to LA Girl. again to that very closely and see what this is all about go ahead gail get a song named after you go ahead i love it i love it and colleen we're at, um, already up to your last song choice and it's from the it's a game album and it's the beautiful the way i feel tonight tell us what you feel about this song uh, this has to be my favorite song i've always loved it since the first time i heard it what makes this one special is in 1985 I got married and both Duncan and Richie were at my wedding and oh. I had a jukebox and when this song came on the jukebox well you know who I had to dance it with not my husband <laughs> but, <laughs> but Duncan oh that <laughs> is so special <laughs> so yeah it was fun it, it, it was 
fun having him there. And, you know, a lot of my roller fan friends were there with him. So he sat at their table and it was just a fun time. Colleen, I love how you were able to, you know, go from fan to friend after all these years. That's that's really, really special. Yeah, it is. That's it is. really, really special. Well, let's take a listen um, to The Way I Feel Tonight. talking with us tonight, Colleen. Thank you for letting me share all my experiences. It's been a while and it, it, it has made me feel like a little girl again. <laughs> oh, Colleen, this, is, this has been really, really special. Um, you have such wonderful stories and I'm sure more will come flowing through your brain. Um, <laughs> we'd love to hear all of them. Thank you for sharing this, these stories. Can't They're wait really to see wonderful. you guys both in Edinburgh next year. Oh, we're going to have totally such a good time. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a, a good blast. Time. 
Thank you so much. And thank you also to all of our wonderful listeners. Thank you for your requests and your dedications every week and tuning in and spending your Friday nights with us. We really love and appreciate that. And thank you, Gail, our wonderful producer. And please remember, don't let the music die. When I was young, I played the game Never won, thought rock and roll Would bless my soul forever Songs of love and ecstasy Remind me how it used to be I thought these days would never end But now it seems I need a friend I remember all those days gone by I remember